Hey guys, welcome to the Unholy Grail Podcast. Here with me, my co-host, Big Joe. Hey guys. And I'm Taco. We're here to talk smack and spit facts about our league and anything fantasy football. So, just to jump into a few things of fun things around the league. Uh, Sunday is going to be a barbecue again. Ribs, beer, football, shit-talking. Sounds like a great time. I mean, it's something I would want to be at. I look forward to. I'm hosting it. Yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. So, before we jump into the matchups, I want to do the standings, and you know our policy here: it's the top three, bottom three, and if you don't like it, get better. So we talk about it. So right now, let's talk about seat number one, Jonesing, which is the Ant Ward dynamic duo, who's sitting first, most points scored. They're on fire right now. I mean, they have the. They had the best one-two punch with Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb. And Chubb on his injury now, which yeah, is... six weeks, i say, at least. And what was that injury, Joe? It's a uh, MCL injury. Oof. That's hard to recover from, but... Yeah, it's going to be rough for him for the next few weeks. Uh, so, moving on. Number two is the great pass for this taco, and that's me reigning. And I'm, you know, sitting right behind him by 30 points. And then we have V's and Dubs, Varv, who's he's under me by a couple of points. And now this is a big jump for Cousin Mitchell from last place to eighth place. You know, he's he did it. And you know what? Yeah, he got his first win. Now, here's a fun fact. He's outscored from five down. So everybody under fifth place, he's outscored. Yeah, we're gonna talk about the whole thing. And and he is that's scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, some of these teams need to step up their game because he's jumping. And that's what I wanted to say, too. Like, the top, Anthony has three wins, but four through seven have two wins. So, it's a close, it's a close, it's a tight thing. Like, even Bender all the way at the bottom. Well, I mean, that's number 10, and then obviously 92 Dream Team at ninth right now. I mean, nine. But, you know, I got to give him credit. He did take the bounty first, so... Did you take him out yet? Not no? yet. He oh, hasn't okay. collected. You know, that's that's on the their discretion. Gotcha. Um, a lot of things are happening. It's really tight right now. I mean, nobody's out of it just yet. Like, Cousin Mitch just run from 10 to 8 in one week. I know. That's what I mean. Like, it's you know. so close. And, um, and before we get into the matchups, let's talk about COVID real quick. Really fucking up the year. Yeah, pretty much. I, I mean, it has everybody in a tizzy. <laughs> yeah, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, I need the plug in, plug in points, and all all this other stuff." I mean, it's the NFL's rules, and, and if they're dealing with it, we're dealing with it. Yeah, that's what we discussed at draft day, and then when I said, "Hey, let's you know make a bench spot," and everybody said, "No, we need an IR spot," and then. But even still, there's six. You know, your, your bench spot and the COVID IR spot is plenty of space to make up. You don't have six players in two teams, and if you do, you drafted horribly. You should really reevaluate your your situation. If you're drafting the whole Tennessee Titans, well, this is where it backfires. Yeah, I get what you mean. But uh, there was a few games in jeopardy that that week too. But. No, a hundred percent. But that, my point is, though, you, you're. You have you should have enough on your bench to fill the voids. Yeah, I, I can see what you mean by that, but I mean that's what we discussed pre, 
pre-draft. This is the rule, and that's it. We we deal with it now. So, uh, I think leagues are handling it the best they can right now. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's very unclear what's going on. We're just lucky we still have football. And yeah, I'm happy that Kansas City game got got uh, good to go. So, we're talking about impacting you know the league and all that stuff right now. But what else is impacting is a lot of injuries this year. I mean, we dubbed it the Lord of the Flies because these players are dropping. And I know we just mentioned Nick Chubb, but like Austin Eckler, he's had a grade two uh, hamstring injury. He's out four to six weeks. That's affecting my team. Then you got Julio Jones with another hamstring injury, unlikely yeah, he, to play. He tweaked it mid-game, and he's just... We don't know what's going on with him right now. You know, and the list goes on, but... These are, I think, the biggest impacts this week in fantasy football. Yeah. I, I mean, like, last week, you know, Devontae Adams didn't play. You know, it was a team decision, not the player decision. I mean, that helped me. I think it was the team doctor's decision right. or something like that. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't his choice not to play. No, he, he wanted to play. Right. He, he we saw the tweet, and, yeah. you know, saying, oh, you know, I guess I don't know my own body. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something along those lines. Saying that they know, they know his body better than he does. That's amazing, you know. But at the same time, though, air on the side of caution, you're winning. You, you know? Like they didn't need to win this game. Right. And, and he didn't need to be in it because they did it with him. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I get it. It's the five weeks. You know, you... And plus, now you're going on to your bye week, which that really helps. Mm-hmm. You know, that really gives you that extra time. So, <clears throat> I think when he comes back, he's stronger than ever. Yeah. I had him last year. I love the one they had him to play. You know, um, so straight into the matchups, and you know we've dubbed this when this happens in our league is the brother bowl. You know, it's password just taco versus shake and bake, me versus Mike. Nice. And I'll start it off with I got Josh Allen, DK Metcalf, Dalvin Cook, Mark Andrews, and I'll be honest, and my flex player is Debo Samuels. I he looked amazing when he came back. Mm-hmm. His first game back, he didn't do much, but. He still showed that he's got it, and when Jimmy G gets there, I think he's going to tear it up. Yeah. Josh Allen's on fire right now. DK Metcalf looks like T.O., but faster. Uh, you know. Yeah, I've, I've heard that comment before. <laughs> and then Mike's team. We got Lamar Jackson, Tyreek Hill, uh, Elliott, and Hurts. And we got Marquise Brown in his flex. It's a solid team. You know, this is a close matchup. You know, either one of us is going to walk away uh, scratch, you know, licking the wounds. Because, I mean, I lost Eckler last week, and, you know, my plug play for him was Devontae Freeman. He was an easy pickup last week, on the, and he's starting to look like he's coming alive, learning the offense yeah, at the Giants. learning everything. You know, Mike's got T.Y. Hilton on the bench, and honestly, I don't know how I feel <clears throat> about Will Fuller right now. I'll be honest, because... I would plug that in over Will Fuller. Honestly, he should have got that touchdown at the end of the game. And he should have had a much bigger game than he actually did. And um, I think he was robbed of that. I think Will Fuller's an awesome player. Uh, the one player I'm worried about with Mikey is Lamar Jackson. He's, you know, he's been doing it, but he hasn't really been doing it for fantasy. Like, he's not putting up... He's not putting up that second, third round kind of numbers that you wanted from him. Um, Tyreek Hill, 
this could be a whole running game because you can run all over Las Vegas. They're ranked, they're ranked number one to run on. Yeah, but you know what? Hill will run the ball too. Yeah. He's a double threat. Um, Antonio Gibson, I really like him. I, want to, I, like, I wish I would have drafted him, but Mikey nailed him for me. Yeah, he's, I was gonna, I was gonna grab him. I was gonna grab him later, but I guess the hype was too much around that time. Yeah, so th- this is gonna be an interesting matchup. Like I said, this is gonna be a fun time. You know, I get to look my brother out in the face, in his eyes on Sunday, eating barbecue, talking shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, and him doing now. the same. I, I, I look forward to that. Does he have Daryl Henderson? No, he took Daryl Henderson out of his lineup. <laughs> But, you know, speaking of Brother Bowls, now, this is a pretty exciting one, too. Now, this is your rival. You know, this oh, is yeah. the rival bowl, I'm going to call it. You know, Ant's been coming at you in every direction he possibly can. He's taken over team names, you know, he's gotten team name rights to name them against you. And that was supposed to be Tick Tick, and it was like this whole joke built up over like months, and then... And not for and nothing, Tick Tick is supposed to be going on the Facebook, and I, I cannot wait to see that story out. Yeah, you, you wait and you wait and see, wait and see, and then he's just... I mean, soon he's going to get penalized. At, at some point, he has to put the story up. I mean, the league's... Oh, really? Have, he's going to have to get, you know... <laughs> there's, there's points coming his way, in my opinion, you know... Okay. It's a... A league has to officiate somewhere. Yeah, that's true. And that's what we're paying them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, he's got team name rights. He used that against, you know, name a team against you. And he, he's got Russell Wilson, who's on fire. OBJ on fire. CD Lamb on fire. Kamara on fire. I mean, he's number one for, they're number one for a reason. I mean, you're coming off a very, very big win. You know, you put up a, a season high for you, correct? Yeah. And that's, it, I mean, Dak Prescott had an amazing day. Uh, Joe Mixon had an amazing day, 157. <clears throat> yeah, no, I mean, you got Allen Robinson, he looks better than ever. I mean, CEH, he looks amazing. What I like about this matchup is if Russell Wilson on his team connects with Tyler Lockett for a touchdown, we both get points. Same thing with Dak Prescott and CD Lamb. Um,. I really, I, I've, I've always been a Joe Mixon truth. I think that, I don't know, I don't know if he's game script proof yet, but he is a great running back. And Kamara, is another one running back right now, bro. He's he's ridiculous. And if if Murray doesn't vulture the touchdowns, he can have a monster game too. You know, I know we mentioned Nick Chubb earlier, and you know how he's out with his MCL, and he does have a decent plug play. Connor, you know, he drafted well when it came for the bye week, and now the bye week has finally arose. And thank God, Connor now just passed his bye week. Yeah, it's over now. Right, so now that's a good plug play for uh, Chubb. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, and I'm looking at your bench right now, Joe, and I see Latavius Murray, and, you know, there's some fun facts. He's out on the field 42% of the snaps. Yeah, he's out there. You know... He gets fourteen, you know, fourteen carries last game. That's a lot. Mhm. And he got two touchdowns too. Yeah. With uh, two targets as well for so he. So you have. His. And he him. Yeah, you have his. Uh, you have his kind of kryptonite with Kamara, like that. He vultured some touchdowns from him yesterday. Yeah, he did. So all the other day, so. 
That's a really big component. Yeah, we'll see what they what they decide to do. They're going against the Chargers, have a better, much better run defense than uh, Detroit. So we'll see what happens. So the next matchup is Andy Top Joe Bottom, which is cousin Mitch versus Haha. You lost is Jay Sachs. Now, right as of right now, Jay Sachs is favored to win. Cousin Mitch made the biggest boo boo. I think I've seen. Yeah, I know he he dropped Tom Brady, who had the best game he had in Tampa so far for Seattle defense. You know, while having New England, and I know he has Aaron Rodgers, which is the most solid quarterback to have right now. But but don't <laughs> get any points when they're on a bye week. Exactly. So dropping him, Tom Brady, for Seattle's defense. Worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, but that being said, so he's quarterback list, but he still got Mike Evans, which phenomenal game last week. He still got DJ Chark, Derek Henry, Kittle, and in his flex is Robinson, which is he's been on fire. I think that he's been really good and put, yeah, he's been facing some soft defenses. Yeah, and really, and really doing something when the ball's in his hands, man. I mean, he's going against Houston, and I, I don't think Houston's doing much right now, especially Houston after firing O'Brien. Houston and then Detroit. So he's he's got a good schedule ahead of him. Yeah. Uh, and then we got John's team, which is Mahomes, Amari Cooper, Michael Thomas. Hopefully, he plays Gurley, and uh, Gasecki is tight end, and his flex player right now is Singletary, which. Right now, that's all the makings of a winning team. And surprisingly enough, unless he completely messes up the quarterback situation, I like Andy's team this week against John. Uh, I think a lot of lot of John's players haven't really shown up this year, and um, you know this could be a, a whole running game against Las Vegas. Who number one give it? Uh, not for nothing, and I, I just noticed this on the bench. So, Andrews Boo Boo was picking up by his opponent this week, who now has Tom Brady on his bench. Huh. <laughs> that is fantasy gold. That that's what that is. Is fantasy gold? Yeah, that's that's pretty good. And so let's get into the next matchup, which is going to be Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Poot, the love and behold, versus Bender. Two poots, one cup. Wait. Which he's he's been struggling this year, Bender. Well, he's been decimated with injuries. Devontae Adams, uh, AJ Brown, and Kenny Galladay all went all were down. Past two weeks. Kenny Galladay came back first, but he's just been yeah, it's been it's been rough for him. I mean he's in last place right now. One yeah. and three. I mean, I hope he takes out this bounty. Like, if anybody, oh, yeah. you know, this is the the comeback kid story, where you got a champ and you just give him a beer and. Yeah, he said that it would be. It's gonna be the greatest comeback story ever told. That's <laughs> that's what he said. His words. His words. We're we're quoting here, um, but yeah, no Watson, Cup, Montgomery, Higby. <clears throat> And Ingram and his flexes, I mean, he he's decimated with some, you know, injuries right now with Adams on a bye, Galladay on a bye. 
He definitely needs to get rid of MVS. Um, Malcolm Brown, I don't think he's coming back out the way he once was. And then on Poot's team, Kyler Murray, I guess DJ Moore is his number one wide receiver, right? No, I'd say Juju is his number one. Yeah, I just think there's a lot going on in Pittsburgh. You know, that bull, the wealth is being shared there. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't have A.B. and Le'Veon Bell to feed anymore. Now everybody in there at Pittsburgh is getting it. I mean, Johnson, Washington, Connor, Juju Smith, you know, they're all getting fed. Yeah, well, and, there's enough to go around there. Yeah, I mean, and then Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs is his two running backs, which are solid, but Miles Sanders is, you know. It's hit or miss with them, honestly, this season. I mean, Josh Jacobs has earned his right. I mean, he's been doing solid. Last week we had a bit of a, a hard one. And I guess Kansas City is going to be another tough matchup to go against. And then Jonathan Taylor and his flex, which it's all right. You know, he, we thought he was going to be better. Yeah. He hasn't produced as much as we would like to see. Well, they've been having kind of soft matchups. So I'm interested to see what Jonathan Taylor has to do with this uh, week. With kind of a game that I think is going to be competitive. They're going to have to stay in it. Cleveland has been scoring. They've been getting it done. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be definitely a tight matchup. Right now, Poot's favorite to win, but I, I really like Binder's team. It can I, go either way. I, I, I think if he does the right pickups right now on, on this waiver wire, he can, yeah. he can definitely pull off an upset over Poot. And that brings us to our last game, which is... V's and Dubs versus the 92 Dream Team. Now, Matt Ryan, Thielen, Kareem Hunt, and Julian Elliman, Kelsey, is is Barb's team. And then the 92 Dream Team, who's... He's been played with injuries. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> Le'Veon Bell, Christian McCaffrey, Sterling Shepard, Leonard Fournette, Cam Newton, who's on the COVID, and... But his team still looks like it's decent. He's just got to make some trades to sell, maybe sell some of his hard players. Yeah. And, and maybe get, like, you know... Some... He's still doing some stuff. Right, I mean... He's still doing something. I mean, because Goff, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, solid, and Ayuk, solid. But Ayuk's going to start suffering with Debo Samuel back. And Melvin Gordon and Miles Gaskin, which, yes, both number one running backs in their respective teams... I don't think they have enough to overpower in uh, fantasy. I got to say I'm taking Varv's team on this. He's got Lady Luck on his side, and I think he's got enough weapons to pull it through right now. I like hoping this one, a 9-2 Dream Team. I think if he gets rid of Goff, and if Cam Newton comes back for him, I think he has a real shot to be Varv with no Aaron Jones. That's the big thing about him. His whole team is Aaron Jones. He's been a monster. So, yeah. honestly, I think without Jones, I still think he's fixed by just because Kopey's been plagued with all those injuries. We'll see. And that brings us to the end of the matchup. So, next is the primetime matchups. And we got, starting off on Thursday night, we got the Bucks versus the Bears. Now, in this one, I'm taking the Bucks because I think Brady has found his stride in Tampa. He's got Mike Evans... Gronk, Rojo, all supporting players. Even Cam Brate scored a touchdown last week. Yeah. Brady is on fire. 
And if Godwin comes back, Fournette's healthy. I think that they have a great... I think it's just a good team right now. Yeah, uh, they, they are a great team. They have great defense. They're just all around a good team. I mean, Big Dick Nick, I mean, he looks like he's got talent. It's just not fluid yet. Like, Mitchell Chabisky no, got like, the first couple of games, and now he's got to start getting the dust off. Yeah. You know, he's got to get that rust off his body, you know, his his gear, and, you know, start finding Allen Robinson, finding uh, Miller, finding Montgomery is for the check down. They start utilizing their weapons correctly, and I think they'll be a good team. Right. It's just Nick's got to get, you know, accustomed to playing, so I just don't think he's there, and especially on the sharp turnaround for Thursday Night Football. I think Brady takes it, and I know Brady and Big Dick Nick face off in the uh, Super Bowl, and Nick took it, but now they're both on two different teams. Yeah, you know, Patriots days. were Brady, Eagles were Foles, you know, it was a great Super Bowl, uh, I mean, it meant a lot that the Eagles won for us as a group, yeah, uh, and I just truly believe that this time, Brady comes out for his Nick's head. I do too, man. I, I mean, they—he's just heating up now, and I'm—I'm I'm really liking 2020 uh, Brady this year. Yeah. If COVID couldn't get any worse. Uh, so the next game is uh, Sunday night. It's the Vikings versus the Seahawks, and I'll Joe, you you start this one off. I like the Hawks. I think it's gonna be a shootout. Um, you know, obviously I take the Hawks in, the, in this one. Russell Wilson, they just been winning games, man. I mean, Vegas is taking the Hawks, too, and so am I. And, they, you know, they're giving the Vikings 7 and the overs 58. That's a hard game. It's going to be an absolute shootout. Absolutely. I mean, Start all your wide receivers. And I really believe Thielen and Jefferson, if they show up, they're going to be contenders. Dalvin Cook's been an absolute monster this year. Um... But I still just think that the wide receiver core in Seattle is just next level. I mean, yeah, DK Metcalf, uh, like I said before, a faster T.O. You got Lockett, who's been around forever. He's just a solid guy. And then they're mixing in more a little bit, but I feel like those are splash plays that we're never going to be able to predict. You're not going to, you know, I wouldn't say more yeah. as a fantasy value. I'd get Lockett and Metcalf in my... It's more of a real-life value. And honestly, if you're in a, in a situation, Jefferson on Vikings look good this week to me. Yeah. yeah you know? Um, but I think the Hawks actually walk away with that game. And then... 100%. The final night, uh, final game is Monday Night Football, and that's the Chargers versus Saints. Now, I've been notorious on the show to go against the Saints. But I'm not going against the Saints here tonight. Uh, and you'd be crazy, bro. Breeze wins games at home, Monday night, prime time. He's going to win this game. I think he's too. Yeah. I mean, LA just saw Austin Eckler, which is a key piece of their offense. Yeah, that's not that good for them. And is it T-Rod Taylor playing? Is it Herbert playing? From like the not, it's not definitive. From from what you can hear, I think they might roll with Herbert. But you know, like again, that's not something I I don't want uncertainty going into Monday Night Football against Drew Brees. Like yeah. you said, at home, and if Michael Thomas plays, that, that makes a world of a difference. I mean, yeah, that really does. You can't guard Mike, you know. No, and that's that's the truth. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's just going to be a Saints game. And I, Alvin Kamara is going to be end up the, the beginning. And then, to be honest with you, I think Latavius Murray has the ultimate day there just because... You think he has another one? I just think they get game scripted out. Just how bad the Chargers are doing. Oh, okay, I got you. You just run the ball down the throats. Right. Yeah. You know, it's Brady, you know, not Brady, Breeze goes up. You know, you know, there's no reason to hurt, you know, Michael Thomas. There's no, no reason to, you just know. just coming back. Jaquan Smith's having a year now, too. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders is showing, a, you know, a little bit of pizzazz without I like Trey Quan without I, I want to see what he's like when they have him. Yeah. No, it's, uh, like I said, it's, I take the, uh, the Saints here. Um, so let's just get into the rapid fire real quick for the rest of the games. You know, I'm going to read off the list. We'll say who we like. We'll give you the, uh, I guess the point spread too. So it's the Carolina Panthers, Falcons. The over is 55 and a half, and the Falcons are giving up three. So I take, honestly, I like the Panthers here. I think Teddy Bridgewater finds Anderson. He finds uh, more, I know it's more Samuel, and it just goes off. So I, I really like the Panthers here. Um, I'm going to take the Falcons here. I think that this is a get-right game for them, and they, they need they need a win. <laughs> they do. Uh, next is Cincinnati Bengals versus the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, over is 51.5, and, and t- t- Bengals are getting 13.5 uh, points. I take the Bengals with a point spread, but ultimately I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, just a no-brainer there. Uh, Jacksonville versus Houston. I take Jacksonville, but Houston is, you know, giving minus six and a half. And the over is 54 and a half. I still like Jacksonville, and I take the under here. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game other than if DJ Chark shows up to play. I think I think the opposite. I think this is going to be a bit of a shootout between these two kind of shitty defenses. Going at it, two quarterbacks need to prove something. And um, i take the over on this. I like Jacksonville as well. So uh, next up is the Raiders versus the Chiefs. I mean, that's an obvious answer, but the Chiefs are uh, giving 12.5 points. The over is 56.5. I'm taking the over, and I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah, I think they're going to run the ball down the Raiders' throats. Cardinals, Jets, um... Do we have to talk about this one? But for all shits and giggles, Cardinals and DeAndre Hopkins has Yeah, this is another get-right game. I mean, the, it, uh, the Cardinals are getting uh, giving minus 6.5, and, and the over is 47.5. I just think on DeAndre Hopkins eats. Uh, Philly versus Steelers. Honestly, this could be a Steeler upset where Steelers lose. But on, I, I like... Steel is a little bit better. Everybody's communicating. Ben Roethlisberger is talking. The offense looks good. Yeah, no, and Wentz has not had shown anything that I really love. No, I don't like what's going on in Philly. Uh, and the, again, the over is 45, and uh, the Steelers are giving up seven. And the last one o'clock, nope, not apologize, Buffalo versus Titans. We don't have a line for that yet. Um, I, think, I think the Titans stay undefeated. I so do. I think the same thing for the Bills. I think the, uh, I think the Bills. You think the Bills? Um, I yeah. think okay. Josh Allen is 
is the man, and I know he's my fantasy quarterback, but he's been showing that he can compete with the big boys. Um, I like the Rams in the Rams versus the Washington football team. I mean, that's an obvious. Yeah, they're going to... I mean, the Rams are um, are giving up minus 9, and the over is 46. Uh, I take the over. I think Woods, Cups, uh, they all eat. Henderson has a day. Um, or Brown, whoever, wherever they decide they're doing that one. Uh, next game, Miami versus the 49ers. No stat line here yet, but... I'm going to take the Niners. The Niners, they it's keep... a little obvious. They keep figuring it out. Uh, Broncos versus the Patriots. Well, if Hoyer's still playing, I take the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, if Cam's playing, I take the Patriots. But that's if Cam plays. Same thing. Uh, Colts-Browns, we got Colts giving up uh, 2.5. Uh, two and a half, and the Browns forty-seven, and the overs forty-seven. I I think the Browns oddly, I think they just. You think so? I think they just had a lot to show, and that was a good game. And then the last four o'clock game, the Giants versus Dallas. Dallas is giving up nine and a half. The over is fifty-four. Mm, I take the under. I think it's a running game. It could be a shootout, but I. Th- think they're going to rely on the running game and I honestly take surprisingly the Giants. I take Dallas in this one, bro. I think Dak can't stop throwing. I think it's going to be an upset. I really do. Um, and that's it for the games. So into news. Uh, this is a fun little tweet I've seen out there. MVS tells fans to stop t- you know, DMing him for his... <laughs> For the fantasy football uh, yeah, games, that, that was pretty funny. Man. And he promises you he doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't. He he he, he wants to tell you that he does not care about your fantasy team. Uh, and he shows it. <laughs> yeah, he really does. It doesn't seem like he cares about football either. No. I mean, Lazard hurt. Adams hurt. When are you going to step up? But whatever. Yeah, that was just time. To, that was just time to do it. Uh, next thing is the 49ers releasing uh, Muhammad Sanu. Uh, is this the end of his career, you think? Yeah, maybe. Because it seemed like he only went there because he was in the Shanahan system in Atlanta. It's true. Um, no more uh, positive tests for COVID on the Titans? Thank God. I know. Again, COVID's really been affecting this year. Yeah. I mean... And more fantasy COVID news is Cam Newton's considered a long shot to be fully cleared to be ready to play week five. So, we'll see what happens. That's not good. And then, Joe, I know this is going to be a little fun fact for you, this last one. It's Dak Prescott has the most passing yards through the first four weeks of the season in NFL history with 1,600 yards. Closer to 1,700 because it's 1,690. I know. That's why I drafted him, man. He's not the best. He doesn't win games, but he's putting up fantasy numbers, bro. So, the next segment I'd like to talk about is the the waiver wire. You know, this is always a near and dear one to my heart because, mm-hmm. it's, you know, we can kind of, if you listen before the waiver goes tomorrow, you kind of make out because we do give you this shout-out if you have the first waiver pick. You know, Kobe. Pick up in case you don't know. Kobe, this is, this is for you. Um, but I know some of these players are picked up, but these are the ones you should be looking for in our league. 
uh, and just in everybody's league in any format. And I'll start off with um, T. Higgins. I know he's picked up in our league, but he's been really good in Cincinnati. I think he's looking averaging 16 targets there or something like that. Or He's had 20 targets this, this season already. It's, it's looking good. Um, what do you think of him? T. Higgins? Yeah. Um, I like him. I think that I think that Joe Burrow is developing some chemistry with him, and they he's gonna just keep re- excuse me keep relying on him because he can't rely on AJ Green. I mean, he's getting about an average five targets. What's his uh, target share? Twelve percent. That's not bad for a rookie. No, uh, this looks pretty good. Uh, next is Cole Beasley, and I'll be honest with you. Cole Beasley, he uh, he's averaging sixteen point eight percent of the targets of the team, which is pretty high if you consider. He's commanding a good amount of the share with Diggs there too, and John Brown. Yeah, and Knox is there as well, and Singletary, which is also in a lot of the snaps. But Cole Beasley's averaging about ten points a game. It's not bad for him. I I loved him last year. He got me through bye weeks and injuries and all that stuff. Um, next guy is uh, Justin Jackson, and that's the Los Angeles Chargers. Now that's a big pickup for Austin Eckler. People, because Eckler went down, and this is going to be his backup. Yeah, if he didn't, well, if he didn't, Joshua Kelly is his backup. Right, but he's obviously he's rostered. Up. Yeah, you got He's probably this, this is the the waiver. I mean, we could also add Travis Homer here on, you know, Seattle, and that's only if we know where Hyde's position is, you know, where, where if that, yeah. that comes to play. Um, the next person to be on this list is Dearness Johnson, Cleveland running back. That's because of Nick Chubb. Uh, I think he's a solid pick. I think he still eats. I think they're in, they're very set on the two running back front. I think he's my favorite pickup in this in this whole se- uh, section. Uh, then we have Damien Harris, which I think he's picked up in our league, but again, he's a yeah. good running back. You should go get him if, you, if he's not. Get him, bench him, see what he does. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, you should be getting at. I think he's still a solid wide receiver if he plays healthy. Um, I know he's picked up in our league here, but Chenault, that's another Jacksonville wide receiver. You know, he looks good. I mean, I went down this road. I started him a couple weeks ago on primetime. Charkat, he didn't do it for me, but I think he's still somebody worth stashing in a deeper league. Scotty Miller, Tampa Bay wide receiver, Brady's guy. I mean, yeah, they're building some chemistry, but he's officially questionable right now. I think he plays. I mean, he's a West Welker, probably Edelman type, Amendola type. There, Brady loves those guys, you know, and he fits his mold. Chase Edmonds. That's another guy you have to go out and get. I think he he owns his own fantasy standalone value nowadays. I think he's bored. I think he's a flex player this week. I going think so. against the Jets. If you're looking for a quarterback, I think Bridgewater is the guy. He is. I agree. I think he's the streamer of the week. He's been amazing. Uh, wide receiver, another wide receiver on Indianapolis is Zach Pasquale. He looks like he's getting a lot of targets. Yeah, but I don't. I don't like any Philip Rivers targets unless you're running back. I hear you. It's tr- and then next wide receiver is Chaquan Smith on New Orleans. He's looking like he's having a breakout year. Hopefully that path continues. Breeze even predicted it in the summer. Yeah. Well, he he now he said he wanted to have him 
Oh, I forget what the tweet was. And depending on Leonard Fournette's status, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn is a, a, a pickup for the week. Just to uh, get you out of some trouble. Yeah, because Ronald Jones is not doing the most for his opportunities either. No. I mean, he is and he isn't. Uh, I mean... He had the backfield to himself. He scored a little over 15 fantasy points this week. I mean, he also has to share with all the other wide receivers that Brady's throwing you to. So, uh, that, you know, that's, that's a green assault right there. You know what I mean? And Ronald Jones played... He was on the field for 64% of the snaps, and you're right, 28, uh, 28 opportunities and didn't do much. Yeah, it recorded to 15.8 uh, fantasy points at the end of the day. I don't know. I'm, I'd be concerned. So, yeah, Keyshawn Void, it might be someone you want to look at. Yeah, he might be taking the job. Um, so, let's get into my, one of my new favorite segments, which is the Locked and Logan segment. And Joe, you can start this one up. Who's your locked and loaded player? Mine this week is Clyde Edwards-Hillette. Going against Las Vegas, they're, get, they're number one in giving up running back points. Uh, it's clear that the offense is just loving to get this guy involved. He's, in, he's involved in the passing game, and he's just growing you know, on, a, on the best offense in football. Nice. I'm taking uh, James Robinson, running back on the Jacksonville. Going against Houston, where there's a bit of a change of head coach. I don't know if that's going to... Uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be Gase. <laughs> yeah, no, it was Brian. I think that there's a little bit of confusion there, and he's getting 10% of the team's targets and seeing 75% of the snaps. He's got to be in your lineup. Um, and that will bring us to our guest callers, and just bear with us. Hey, Varv, welcome back to the show. Hey, guys, what's going on? What's up, man? So, I'm going to start it off and just say, are you collecting this bounty or what? I am collecting this bounty, um, 100%. I called it, I said it, I felt confident. It was a little bit of a sloppy game, but uh, my players came through and uh, we prevailed. So this Sunday, I'll have a nice case of cold beer waiting for you at the barbecue. Okay, I was I was expecting like more of a candlelight dinner, but a case of beer works for me. <laughs> it, I've been straightforward. It's either tree or beer, and you're getting the beer. <laughs> okay, that's that's fine with me. Um, now you're in second place in the league. How do you feel? Uh, feels great. Uh, I'll feel. Even oh, I'm sorry. When... I lied. You're in third place. Whoa, <laughs> I'm in second. I'm shortchanging myself. It's okay. I, I understand. <gasps> you know, um, but yeah, you're in third place, so you're, you're still relevant. So how does that feel? I am very relevant, especially when uh, Kareem Hunt is back in play, killing it with Chubb being out. Godwin will be back, sure enough. And I'm feeling very confident. Especially uh, picking up Damian Harris is a little, uh, a little, uh, a little sweet treat. So I'm feeling pretty confident with my team right now. <laughs> so you definitely sound confident, but Aaron Jones is out, and who are you using to combat this issue in your week uh, matchup this week? 
Um, definitely hoping. Uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, Adam Thielen comes through for me big, as well as Kareem Hunt. I'm gonna put a lot of put a lot on his on him to come through huge for me. Um, and we might have a couple couple of changes in my lineup, so stay tuned for that. But uh, of course, Travis Kelsey. I think we'll have himself a day, and uh, he didn't do he, he 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 did somewhat of his job this week. It was definitely a weird game. That Patriots game was a little bit of a weird game, but um, and obviously on my lineup, I I had I had a slight a sliver of chance with Brandon Cooks. I thought the guy was going to come through when he put up a donut. Um, so that's that. And uh, so everybody, I, I see that Cooks is in your lineup. Are you trusting him again this week? <laughs> right. Um, I have yet to change my lineup. To be honest with you, I've just been contemplating everything. I'm just, I'm still, I'm still overwhelmed by the week, and I'm still, uh, you know, taking this victory uh, over Paul to heart. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm so loving it. What, what is the case of beer? Would you like here? Um, what case of beer would I like? Yeah, what's your what's your choice of poison? Ooh, I mean. I'm not really that much of a beer drinker. I've been uh, drinking a little bit of Jack lately. So then, but... the, all right. So then, Jack, it is. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. It'd be a nice bottle fair. of Jack waiting here for you to nice. collect in on that day. Um, so this is going to be a perfect time to say something to your competitor, the '92 Dream Team, Kobe. What do you got to say? Um. Well, Aaron Jones is out. And uh, I think everybody in the league has beaten Kobe thus far. Um, Kobe is in ninth place, as a matter of fact. Um, not too worried about it. It could be one of those games that it could be an upset game. You never know. Kobe could come through and, and scoop up the victory. But that's not going to happen. Uh, I'm feeling very confident in my team. And I'm going to smash Kobe. Badly. Wow! Wow! That's very confident. And before we uh, before we end this, I want to know who you would say is your locked and loaded player. Ooh, locked and loaded player. Um, I'm going to say my locked and loaded player is going to be Adam Thielen. And why is that? Uh, going against the Seahawks, I think it's going to be a bit of a shootout. I think Kirk Cousins coming off a win, they're going to have a little bit of a, a positive vibe going around the team, and I just think he's going to get some some targets as well as, of course, I know I know that's my locked and loaded pick, but I, I have to say just Kareem Hunt picking up Chuck's workload. This he's is going to be huge. <laughs> they are going against Colts. Uh, Whatever. Give me two guns. Give me two guns. Yeah, you got two I'm double drawing. I'm double drawing this week. All right. Well, Let's go. Thank, thank you for uh, joining us. Of course, guys. Love being on this show. I love smashing poot. I love drinking free beer. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Talk to you later, buddy. Later, guys. This has been another episode of the Unholy Ground Podcast. Thanks for listening. Oh, and don't forget, you can find us on UG underscore fantasy on Insta and the battle for the Unholy Grail on Facebook. Later.